getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. I don't trust the weather no more. I don't trust the weatherman. Even though I do the weather. I remember reading the report yesterday. It was going to be thundery showers today. So I like dressed up ready in like my jumper. I layered and then I stepped outside and I was like boiling alive. But then I was like, I don't spend money on cap. So like I took a train right home and walked home. And it was it was the kind of like heat where you just walk through the door and your body is just burning up and you just want to strip and jump into like the shower or dive into a swimming pool like it was that hot so just like a reminder to everyone please 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 hydrate dress light and i know you want to look fierce but would you rather be alive <laughs> right right can we can we can we all please 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 take care of ourselves okay and we're gonna cool things down in just a bit with some nelly it would have been really ironic if the Nelly song that's coming out is hot in her, you know, but like, thankfully, just a dream. Also, XG. Also, another chance at a wonderful bundle from Poon Huat for you uh, that you can win. We've got a gorgeous tote bag in there as well and like three packs of Hazella spread and also cash vouchers. But next, we're going to pop off with the biggest news in entertainment and pop culture and some TikTok as well. Some video game news with one of the most... Oh, I'm talking so fast. One of the most highly anticipated games of the year and it comes out exactly seven days from now. You're on your way with Joshua Simon. The latest news in gaming and tech. Tech Talk. Let's talk tech right now. The biggest news in gaming and tech. Oh, nostalgia. Come on. Going back to the arcades. In seven days, we're going back to the start. With the start of a new era for Mortal Kombat. Come on, I'll scream it. We've got Shamin E and she's so puzzled right now. Mm-hmm. you got played Mortal Kombat before now. You know no. Kitana, Melina, Liu Kang, Tiu Tiu Tiu, Scorpion, Sub-Zero. Okay, the only thing I understood of what you just said was the Tiu Tiu part, <laughs> which, which I understand must be the sound when you fire the weapon. Uh, get over here is what he says. You know, but I'm a hardcore Mortal Kombat fan, right. and the game series is actually more popular than it's ever been. What's the purpose of the game? Beat each other out lah. Oh, okay. Right, but but right. the game was also, I mean, super influential and game changing. Yes. Uh, because in the 90s, it was the first super violent video game that oh. made America launch the censorship board. Before that, games were harmless. Until Mortal Kombat came along right. with their fatalities and everything, things got really brutal. Mm. But of course, through the years, it's gotten quite the fan base. The yes. latest Mortal Kombat game, get this, will have John Cena in the game <gasps> oh, as Peacemaker. Right. Uh, if you're fans of uh, um, Amazon's The Boys, uh, you're getting a Homelander in there as well. But get this. Guess who is this? Look at this, Shamin. This was just announced today. This is the character of Natara, the yeah. vampire. I've heard of Natara, the character. Yes, screams and she comes after Played you. By? Can you guess who that is just based from that photo? No? Okay. I'm not really. I, I want to make a few guesses, but I'm afraid. <laughs> Listen to this, everyone. I am Megan Fox, and I'm voicing Natara. <laughs> she comes from this weird realm. She is a type of vampire creature. So Megan Fox is going to be oh. 
Nitara. Oh, you know what? It was just a matter of time before somebody used Megan Fox as a, like a figurine. <laughs> She's you know, perfect though, right? For is, video games, and, 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 and there's even because a line. Yeah, her body is not real. Oh, <laughs> it's unreal. Yeah, she looks like super like it's hourglass she figure, looks like a, a doll. Right? ethereal. Yeah, I even remember I didn't say Barbie doll. She looks like a doll. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah, one hundred percent. And there's even a line in the trailer. It's so funny. Um, one of the characters asks her, yeah. "What'd you do to Jen's body?" Because <laughs> yeah. Jennifer's body was the last time Megan Fox played a vampire. Yes. So this is really exciting. Also, rumor has it Travis Scott might be in the new Mortal Kombat. Oh. And of course, last week we talked about Nicki Minaj being on Call oh, of that's Duty. Right. So at this point, every celebrity now, they're making money in the video game world. Are you excited for the new Mortal Kombat? What's your favorite video game of the year? Keep the conversation going with me. I'm at 8161. Well, that's my personal handphone number. Yeah, that's why, Josh. <laughs> 8855-0920. Keeping you company on your way home. Joshua Simon, Kiss 92. Now, we're going to talk some uh, entertainment news in just a bit. We've got an update on the Sophie Turner, Joe Jonas potential divorce. Uh, potential. Whether potential. Really, yeah. It's confirmed. Okay, we'll chat more on that in just a bit. But first, right, you know, earlier on, I was just gushing about Mortal Kombat. It's one of my favorite uh, game franchises ever. I love the characters. I'm a hardcore Mortal Kombat player to a point where I might actually want to play it competitively. Like, I memorize the movesets and everything, and, like, I, I play it quite religiously. It's, it's, it's quite intense. Oh, have you considered going into esports? I might, actually, Setting for up your Mortal Kombat. Setting your team yeah. and stuff like that? Uh, well, it's all individual, oh. like, one-on-one uh, but competitive fighting games yeah I, I can see myself doing that I'm a huge Dead by Daylight gamer as well but get this I tried to show Charmaine E here her delicate mind poor girl I showed her the trailer of Megan Fox as Natara which was just announced today she's going to be a character Megan Fox and Charmaine E was so squeamish about it yeah it's 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 so violent Josh it's so violent there's so, so much there is so much like yeah. Like blood, yeah, just just gushing out of different places. Yeah, yeah, it's intense. I gotta say, Mortal Kombat has always been infamously violent and gory. It was the the right. game that you know I mentioned this earlier. It was the game that led to the US launching its own sort of IMDA right. kind of certificate. Well, for video games, which is why now every video game is rated like NC sixteen, M eighteen, and everything. It is, yeah. Yeah, but I can't imagine like when people are gaming, they're playing with these violent visuals. I mean, how can it be? How that can't be good for the mind? Uh, oh my gosh, you become one of those as well. I know, huh? but like, I genuinely think it's a bit violent, you know. Oh, it definitely is. But yeah. the thing about Mortal Kombat violence that I find funny is that it's, funny it is because it's so silly, it's so outlandish, oh, and so impossible that it becomes silly. You know, I, like I, you know what I, I cannot stomach is okay. games like Call of Duty where it's like war. Uh you know where it's like soldiers and it's realistic that I don't like as much I see or Grand Theft Auto you know beating people on the street Mm. where it really feels like reality Mm -hmm, then mm -hmm. I don't like it like the thing I like appreciate about Mortal Kombat is that you know it's ninjas it's cyborgs and everything it's supposed to be very fantastical I see whereas when it becomes reality when you're playing a character walking down the street beating up who you want to that makes me feel uncomfortable yeah okay alright I see what's worse now 
Okay, I think you live in your fantasy world. I think that's all. I'll take that. I'll take that. But I already can see you're becoming that mother already. No, I'm like, I don't think that's... I, if my child, if Mila came to me one day and I opened the door and she was playing Mortal Kombat, I'd be like, what is this? Is that Uncle Josh gave me one? Wow, straight away you're wow. calling me. That's wow. it. Maybe you can introduce it to her slowly. No, I won't. La. No, only when the time is no, right. No, no, no. I've learned and I've learned this after I tried to show my cousin last time when I was a, oh. when he was a kid I showed Mortal Kombat and oh. then my aunt was so furious at me oh, so after I learned my lesson he said, when I it see. comes to other people's children and everything uh, you're going to find out what you think is good for right. them you know what right. I mean I leave the parenting to you right. I won't introduce anything okay <laughs> that's how I roll alright getting you on your way Joshua Simon on Kiss 92 what's hot what's hot time to pop off alright seems we have confirmation right now on the potential split between Sophie Turner and lead singer of DNCE arguably also the lead singer of the Jonas Brothers even though Joe Jonas recently performed on stage just a couple of days ago I think it was a Sunday and he was still sporting his wedding ring oh not anymore Oh boy, here comes our entertainment guru, Shamin E. Well, he was just a couple of days ago, and then in the most recent one, I believe not. And on the other hand, Sophie Turner was uh, at a rap party for, for a series called Joan, and she was having a time of her life partying. Mm. Which tells me one thing, which is that I think they've been in this stage for a while. Yeah. That and they, and they, uh, after there were many speculations, they put it out on Instagram. A joint statement. Oh, there's a statement already? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was last can, can you night. Please read? Wait, I, put, I put the tender, tender music. Hold on. Okay. Okay, read, read, read. Right. After four wonderful years of marriage, we have mutually decided to amicably end our marriage. There are many speculative narratives as to why, but truly this is a united decision and we sincerely hope that everyone can respect our wishes for privacy for us and our children. Pass me the phone, pass me the phone. Oh, pass yes. Me, pass me. You're not doing it justice, love. You gotta, you gotta do it with her signature accent, you know, like Queen of the North. Oh, well, After four wonderful years of marriage, we've mutually decided. No, she does not sound like Yeah, that. I was about they, to they say. Make, they make, they make the phone. Are you serious then? So it's it's actually happening. Oh, I'm actually quite bummed out, you know, because first it was Dalton Gomez and Ariana Grande. Yes. And just like what you said, you know, it, apparently there was a body of time where they weren't already together. Yeah. So that's why they were seen on their own. Oh, but, but you I, know how I, it works in Hollywood, right? They, the fact that they're releasing this statement now means that they've been in this stage for something like six months already. They've both, Whoa. it's something like that. They've probably already uh, dealt with it, done the paperwork and all that. I feel it's just that, yes, officially the paperwork has surfaced, Mm-mm-mm. but they've probably agreed and all that and, and said, look, this is how it's going to come out. And I'm sure the bomb wasn't dropped on her like that. No, fair point, yeah. you know, because, you know, they are stars. Yeah. So they would have gone to their publicist and say, hey, this is the situation. Unfortunately, we got to start planning yep. how we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. And then Joe Jonas forgot and then he went on stage with his wedding ring because he still missed her and loves her and I still believe there is hope for the two I'm so sorry Mm. they really are two peas in a pot though like I really think they're meant for each other one yes and I think like this is another case of the Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston power couple like Ben Affleck Jennifer Lopez apparently they're very different though they are, but they complement each other. Look at me interfering other people's business as if I know them. <laughs> I've met well, them. Well, we've met them. Yeah, we've met them individually. Yeah. I would, if if I knew them as friends, I would introduce the two of them to each other because I feel like you know she would bring a level of class to him, and then he would make her feel like spunky and cool. You know, well, that's why hey, together it works. Josh, people change. 
Yeah lah. Yeah. That's the unfortunate reality, right? I mean, I'm, I'm sure they had four wonderful, amazing years, as they said. But maybe they just, they've uh, grown apart. I'm still holding on to that, you know, that... I was too, until yeah, I got official news now. It's like, I guess it's uh, undeniable. Oh, wow. Sadly. Okay, there we have it. We say goodbye to Sophie Turner mm. and Joe Jonas. We're sending love to each of them. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay. Time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. You're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92. Joining us for the first time. Uh, I want to say all the way from Rome, Italy. But no, she's actually living in Singapore. She doesn't look very Singaporean. uh, But we're going to dive into that, of course, for sure in just a bit. But we've got with us 18-year-old pop star, songwriter, independent artist, Matilda G. This is a brand new single, None of Your Business. You heard that? She's a queen. We're also going to play Lullaby in just a bit. I love a bit of house. Come on. Matilda G, everyone. Hello! Welcome to the show! Can I start by saying you look absolutely stunning? Oh, thank you! <laughs> okay, like the moment you walked in... Okay, dear listener, this is radio, right? But we are filming this, so you will have the privilege of watching this later on on social media. You are wearing a power suit that is neon pink. Your hair is done. Alright, your face is beat. Okay, you are sharp. I am seeing all cheekbones serving. Cheekbones, she's got accessories, gold rings, silver necklace as well. And her mom is in the studio. Yeah, she is! <laughs> mom, the proud mom is in the, the back mom. filming everything. We're going to get to know Matilda G in just a bit. But real quick, what is a shout out to your Instagram handle? Uh, Matilde Girasole. Matilde oh. G. Okay, that's M-A-T-I-L-D-E. Yes. Almost there. You're on your way on KISS 92. For the first time on the show, 18-year-old pop singer, songwriter, born in Rome, Italy, but based in Singapore. Just 18 years old. Calling herself a queen, ready to take on the world. Give it up for Matilde. Gee. Am I saying it right, your name? Yes, you are. Because the way you say it is just so like you got you got like such a cool like twang to it. Say it, say it. Matilde G. Matilde G. You know, you gotta say it with that Italian accent. Oh, it sounds yeah. like a like a high fa- <laughs> you, you sound high fashion already. It's the Italian. <laughs> okay, but you you were born in Rome. How'd you end up all the way here in Singapore? Was it your mom? She took a trip to Singapore and she thought, I love the humidity. <laughs> Close enough. Oh it was my dad's job. So he started working here and he kind of brought just the whole family along. And yeah, we've been living here for five years now, which is incredible. I love Singapore, except the humidity. It makes yeah. my hair look interesting after like five minutes but <laughs> outside. But I honestly love the place. Look, this, these are formative years. These are like, you know, when five years ago, so you were 13 years old? Yeah. When you first enough. moved yeah. over here and then you're navigating being a teenager in Southeast Asia, specifically Singapore. What was that whole experience like? Honestly, I personally think Singapore is one of the best places you could like spend your teenage years because 
I've never had the problem of feeling unsafe like on the streets or like I, I love the fact that it's safe and it's clean and it's just so well functioning everything works in Singapore you know like even uh, public transportation everything is just so easy okay know? but where would you say is home for you Singapore oh I love that don't make <laughs> me cry now no no it's been it's been many years and I've basically grown up here at this point like the important years of my life I've spent here you know my first love my first you know high school day in high school everything was here so this is kind of home i love that yeah. okay when was the last time you were back in italy and then like did you already miss singapore when you were away it was i went this summer okay. i loved italy i love it and you know it's it's you know it's your roots as yeah, well yeah it right? is and i i love it but i wouldn't go live there again okay I'd rather live here. We're going to get into your music, but I just have to because this is just such a fascinating thing, this cross of cultures. Uh, but uh, how do you find our Singaporean pasta? Uh. Mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, mm. Uh. Mm. we're going to play some of the music in a bit. We're going to play Lullaby. Now, even though the song is titled Lullaby, <laughs> it's anything but. Okay, uh, well, here's, a, here, here's a, a little taste of Lullaby for you, okay? You get what I mean. Yeah, please explain. Because you're 18 years old. This is party music. Exactly. And it's like you, you, you wouldn't have ever clubbed, right? Like, how do you know what it's like being in a nightclub and all? Hmm. I mean, recently, you know. <gasps> oh my God, you went For to my your 18th first... birthday, I went to Zook. That was, oh. Yeah. What was that experience like? Mom is in the room, by the way. She knows. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm, also, I'm also very fascinated by this. So, Because so, in Asian families, we don't tell our parents anything. Like the first time we hit a nightclub, that first kiss, our parents don't know anything. And sometimes they just don't want to know. <laughs> okay, but I, I imagine it's different for your family, right? Because your mom's like your best friend. In my family, we're every, very open about all this stuff. Like my mom's my best friend. I tell her anything, everything, and she's always very supportive. Would she party with you? Yes. Oh. I think she would. I think she would throw I down she would. on the dance floor. <laughs> I think she would. For sure. So what was that experience like that first time in the nightclub? I mean, of course, you've already recorded Lullaby, you know, so you kind of imagined it or you watched TV and you think, okay, this is party life. And then you wrote a song, but now you're actually going to a club. What was that experience like? It was crazy, honestly. <laughs> is it for Clubbing you? Clubbing is fun. I mean, sometimes, not all the time. Okay. I'm kind of like the, I wouldn't go partying every night for like three weeks mm -hmm. but you know once in a while it's always fun good i like this mama raised you right so with us right now on the show just 18 years old a singer songwriter pop star massive social media following as well and i hear you're doing the f1 aren't you i am wait when is that happening give me all the details on go the 15th uh 16th and 17th of september i'll be performing on the 15th at explanate outdoor theater zone 4 at 6 30 so don't be late and come see my show you're 18 years old you're performing at the f1 Arguably one of the biggest events, not just here in Asia, not just here in Singapore, but like Southeast Asia itself. And we're getting record sales of tickets this year. And you're part of that at just 18 years old. So Matilda G, everyone on the show with us. And in the spirit of Miley Cyrus used to be young. Uh, I just want to let you know, when she came in today, her mom came in with her as well. So... Mama, welcome to Hi. the show. Hello. I have to oh. know your name. I'm Tiziana. Tiziana. <laughs> Am I saying it right? Perfect. Beautiful. Okay, who was Matilde like as a child? 
terrible. Very, very active. <laughs> so she was very loud and running around and everything. Yeah, running, 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 yes. And when was the first time she started singing? Because, you know, now she's full-blown pop star. Did you always know as a mother? I always knew, uh, but I, I didn't understand that she was so serious about it. And uh, she started when she was so small, uh, playing her toy keyboard and uh, her plastic pink uh, mic. And <laughs> Did you all used to have little concerts in the house? Yeah, a lot of uh, terrible concerts, <laughs> yes. Come on, not so terrible. No, no, terrible, terrible. Aww. But how do you feel right now that, you know, it's incredible. So you are from Rome. Italy, yeah. and then y'all moved to Singapore yeah. business-wise, and yeah. then you know kids grew up over here, and then now your daughter's 18 years old. She's performing at the F1. Will you be there? Yes, I will. Absolutely, I Biggest will. Because cheerleader. Yeah. Are yeah. you telling all your friends in Italy to fly down? Absolutely. <laughs> Goodness, I, I, I gotta say, I'm very proud of her. The best artists I've ever met, the ones who are always grounded, always come with their mums. The last person who did that was Alicia Cara. Who was here as well? I've had, uh, I think Demi Lovato at one point as well came with their mum. So that's absolutely beautiful. Please join me in thanking 18 year old pop star Matilde G for joining us on the show this hour. You've been absolutely not just stunning, but also warm, you know? And, and I, I'm gonna, let me switch up the music. This is too, like, too funky. That's too funky. I want something, something serious, you know, something calm. Okay. The thing yeah. is, I meet a lot of very beautiful people in this industry, right? And beautiful people can either be cold or they can be warm. And I really appreciate that you're warm, you know, and you talked about going partying for the first time and already at 18 years old with your first clubbing experience, you're like, mm, yeah, I might, I might enjoy it here and there. Maybe for me sometimes so I'll have it in moderation. And I love that. I love that this next generation is looking at things like that. Because my generation, we were havoc. <laughs> we were like... We, Party all the time. All the time. It was all excess. And I love that Gen Z, this next generation, you're, you know, you're, you're prioritizing your mental health. You're checking in with, with one another. You're not dissing your parents. You're saying, mom, come along. Come with me on the radio. Party with me. I love that. And, and that is something that I think even my generation can love from as well and you know the fact that you're a musician yeah you got your social media following and all but you love you genuinely love music right uh what is next for you apart from the f1 show honestly i just want to keep on writing music that makes me and other people feel good i hope to send a message through with what i can and make people feel loved and understood and you want to manifest something for 2024 what would that be because the year is already ending. My mm. gosh, it's going to be Christmas oh in no time, right? That's crazy. It's wild. I mean, I just want to write a hit song. Okay. A really, really good, powerful one of those songs that you're like, oh my God, like it's that song. I you want to be remembered that. for that yes. one song. Yes. I love that. Okay. I wish you all the best. And once again, please let us know um, how we can catch you live for the F1. On F1? Well, you can find me on social media and follow all my updates on F1, where I'll be performing at Explanade Outdoor Theater at 6.30. So don't miss it. Getting you on your way. In style. Okay, time to get started. With Joshua Simon on KISS 92. I have a story to tell. A little bit of drama right before the show started. It was so intense to a point where I almost was late for the show. Thankfully, 
I came in, the show started fine, and I was able to lift myself up. But stuff happened before, and I don't want to focus on whose fault is it. I just want to know what is the solution. So I'll tell you the story in just a bit, and I actually think this is super relatable, at least according to the other person involved. He told me that this happens all the time, and it's become really, really frustrating. It may have happened to you. I'll tell you more in just a bit. And for your thoughts, okay, for helping me find a solution, I will give you a gift bundle from Poon Huat worth over $110. Got cash vouchers in there so you can buy more goods from Red Men by Poon Huat as well. Always with you, on your way on Kiss 92. Boy, what a rough way I was on just to get to work earlier. All right, so a little bit of drama, yeah? I booked a car because I wanted to get all dressed up and it was so hot outside. I was like, okay, I'm just going to get a grab and get to work fast because I live relatively close by. But even though I live close by, I almost was late for my show. I ran to the lobby of my condo, but the car was not there. Even though on my phone, it's listed as the guy is already here. I'm sure that's happened to you before. So I'm looking around, I step outside of my condo, I look up and down the street, I'm like, maybe he passed by the condo. I'm very confused. I went to the security guard, I'm like, hey man, did you see a car try to wait for me? Maybe he's like, oh yeah, the car went down to the basement, to the car park. And I'm like, huh? Car park? You know, and, and I, I started texting the guy, I was like, hey man, I'm, I'm, I'm at the lobby, please come up, please come up. I text again, minutes pass, I text again, I call again. He doesn't respond and then I get a notification I am now charged three dollars for making the driver wait so I start going down towards the car park and his car starts to come up so I get in the car and of course I'm agitated I'm like bro I tried texting and calling you and then he apologized he's like I'm so sorry man like there's no reception once I went down to the park uh, to the car park and I couldn't wait at the front because you weren't there immediately when I showed up you know so I was I was like, oh no, it's still your fault, you know, because I, I definitely texted and called you, like, what do you want me to do to go down? So I, I, to be fair, I, I think I, I must have been a little bit too aggressive at that point, uh, verbally, you know, um, and then he started pushing it back at me. He's like, no, actually a lot of passengers prefer them to be picked up at the lift lobbies, you know, in the condo. So it's all the way down in the car park. They have to navigate the entire labyrinth of that system. And then I started to feel for him like, yeah, actually I do know some of my friends' car parks are like that. Their pickup points are within the car parks. And for me, it's at the lobby. So for him, he didn't know what. There was nothing listed in it. So I just kept quiet. And then on the way to work, he actually, maybe he also felt bad for like talking like that to me. So he started being very nice to me. He's like, sir, which way do you want to go? And, and then it's like a bit like the two of us were like passive aggressive, but then also at the same time still trying to like, oh, yeah, it's okay. Like you can just drop me here. I don't want to let you uh, drive too, too far in, you know, already as it is. You took up so much time just trying to take care of, of this one passenger, you know? And eventually I still gave him five stars. Okay. I, I'm not the kind who will, give you one star I don't want anyone to lose their jobs or have any kind of issues uh, with their employment especially with the, the state of the, the the world right now but what is the solution because I hear from this grab driver that this happens all the time how do we solve this situation of miscom right I'm at the lobby he's in the car park I'm trying to reach him but then obviously no signal in the car park 
and then I get billed for it. What's the solution? WhatsApp me, 8855-0920. I have a gift bundle from Poon Huat worth over $110. I Don't worry, you're on your way with Joshua Simon. Kiss 92. Hello? Jason, ah. Uh. Jason, is Josh from Kiss 92. Hi, hi. How are you, man? I'm good. <laughs> I'm right. Oh, you're working yeah. now. So, Jason, you heard my yeah. little situation that I had before coming to work today, yeah? So just a little recap if you just tuned in. So I booked a grab to get to work as soon as I could, but I ended up almost being late for work, even though I live very close by. So what happened was I rushed out the door to the lobby of my condo, but the car was not there, even though on my phone it says that the the guy has arrived. So I'm looking around. I went outside of the condo. I asked my security guard and he told me, hey, the driver went down to the car park. So I'm texting the driver. Hey, man, come up. Let's go. And then doesn't reply. I call, doesn't reply. I ran down and then he's driving up. And then I'm angry at him. He's angry at me. I'm charged a $3 waiting fee. In his defense, he said, I went down because I can't just wait outside, you know, at the lobby. Otherwise, other cars cannot come in. And then also, sometimes passengers want to get picked up uh, at the car park near their lift lobbies. And finally, I didn't know you texted me because there was no reception. Now, I don't want to play the blame game. I gave the guy five stars anyway, all right? Uh, But what is the solution? I'd love to hear from you, Jason, as a part-time Grab driver. This situation, normally what I I, I came across as well, because every time we go to the basement car park, there's no line, we can't call, we can't message. So it it, it actually wastes a lot of time for us also, because for us, time is important, same as a customer. So, So what we do is, normally what I do is, before, uh, once I get a, a pickup from the condo, for example, when, if, if the passenger did not message uh, that, okay, pick up at the lobby or pick up at the lift lobby or the or guard house, what I do, I will text where is the pickup point or I will just give a call, uh, where is the pickup point. So it's easier for us to anticipate what is going on, where, where are we going to pick up this passenger. So it will save a lot of time for both parties, I think. This wow. is the way to do yes. So, so you, 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 th- you say that this is a relatively common problem that you faced? Yes, yes, it's, it's common, especially in condo. You see, yeah, condo. Yes, it's common. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Jason, for texting in. I know you're currently driving as well. Real quick, just for your insight, for chatting with me on the line, uh, I want to okay. give you a gift bundle from Poon Huat Ken. This is worth $110. Okay. Thank you very much. You drive <laughs> safely. I'll get your details in a bit, okay? And thank you so much for staying cool as well and calm throughout the entire ordeal and you know, reminding everyone, just be preemptive. Just say in advance where the pickup is going to be. Communicate not just when you're ready to enter the car communicate before alright yes, thank you yes. so much Jason you're not just on the way you're on your way with Joshua Simon on KISS 92 time now to go beyond the headlines in other news news that may not have made the front page but are worth diving into Forbes has released its annual 50 richest people in Singapore list uh, let's get to the top 5 right now at number 5, representing Hong Leong Group with a net worth of 11 billion US dollars is Mr. Quick Ling Bing. Okay, we clap for him, we clap for him. Okay, we're nice. At number 4, we have Go Cheng Liang. Any guesses of what company he fronts? 
Go Cheng Liang is behind Nippon Paint Holdings, everyone. $12.3 billion. At number three, Lee Si Ting. Okay, so he's got $14 billion net worth. He is from Shenzhen Mind Ray Biomedical Electronics. Oh, I do understand, but I clap for you. I'm sure it's important. Okay, number two. This one I know. This one I know. Far East Organization. Okay, so two of these men, are, t- are, they, are they tied? Do they have a shared net worth? Are they like conjoined twins? I'm very confused. Robert and Philip Ng. Okay, uh, com- I'm guessing combined net worth $14.8 billion. Can I? Can combine one? Uh? No, I think separately, they just so happen to be $14.8 billion, I guess. And number one is Eduardo Severin from Meta, aka Facebook. $16 billion. Come on now. $1 million also just give lah. $1 million will change my life, okay? Now, moving over. <laughs> I love we're going from that to this. Uh, China Street Fritters, a uh, very popular store. <laughs> Hello, we just went to like common folk news. Uh, China Street Fritters. Okay, so this one's a really popular store at Maxwell, right? And for a minute, they've been away uh, since uh, July, right? But now they've reopened. Uh, this is at Teluk Blanga right now. So when I thought like China Street Fritters, in my mind, it was like Ham Ji Peng, that butterfly bun, Tao Hui kind. But no, no, it's not. So I'm actually looking at the photos right now. I probably need your help to help me figure out what kind of bihun this is because this is like my mother like to eat one. It is like the brown color bihun but it's not like just the economic bihun. This is the kind where on the side there's a separate plate of all the fried stuff. You know, there's like tauhu, tau kwa. They have like chopped uh, cucumber and then that pink sausage. Like it's not Taiwanese sausage. It's not red. It's like pink. And then inside it's like white color. And then they'll give you like separately the sauce is like sweet one and then one spicy one. What type of bihun is this, huh? There's a name for it, one. There's a name for it. It's not just called bihun. Because I'm reading the article now, it just says bihun store. It's not law. Okay, anyway, I tell you the address first. Block 61, Teluk Blanga Heights. Uh, this is where you can get the uh, popular uh, Maxwell uh, favorite China Street Fritters, which is now moved to Daluk Blanga. On your way with Joshua Simon on Kiss 92. Dean Lewis recently, I sat down with an interview when he was here in Singapore for a show, and we talked about his new single, In a Perfect World, and it also features the incredible Julia Michaels. In a Perfect World, let's talk about that song. Yeah. I think a lot of us have either experienced or someone's done that to us where something's going great and then we give in to fear. Yes, yes. Right? For me, my last sort of experience was it was so good that I was afraid to take it. You know, mm. I was so afraid to take it because I'm so used to being single, for example. I'm so yeah. used to chasing yeah. something. So when the dream yeah. presents yeah. itself, yeah, yeah, exactly. you're afraid to take the dream because yeah. now it's like, what happens after the dream? Life after love. Yeah, you yeah. Mm. Well, that's a good point. That's exactly what I was going through with the song. Yeah, that... yeah, I think a lot of people have gone through that. And for me, it's something I've done. I wrote all my second album about this one girl that I thought I was going to end up with. I did the whole thing. I was like sending her letters. I never do this. I'm always like, you know, a little bit disinterested. But I gave, you know, you give everything. Yeah. And then that was three years ago. And then ever since then, I was like, ah, oh, like the less that I care, you can't get hurt or whatever. So yeah. this song was funny because I'd just gone through that. I just kind of pushed her away because she got too close. And then I told Julia Michaels that because we were in the room. And I just told her what happened. And she goes, you're an idiot. Yeah. And I played her the little half of the song I'd written on my verse. And she goes, well, what if we wrote a chorus about in a perfect world where you stayed? 
And so that's how the song came together. And she literally jumped into the head of the girl that I, you know, had this thing with and uh, wrote from that perspective. Yeah. So it was incredible. It was like, she's a genius, man. I've never worked with someone who just writes like that. It's like, how are you that talented? Yeah. Every idea she came out with was just magical. It was really fun. And the brilliance of her input there is that she also kind of provides a solution to what you're experiencing. Mm, mm. You know, it's like literally the chorus says, this yeah, is what yeah, you have exactly. to do. So just do that. Exactly. You know? And when she said it, I was like, oh, what are you talking about? I was like, I had no, I was like, what do you mean a perfect world? And then it was just really, really inspiring. She's very, very smart. I feel with your music and what I really appreciate about your music is that with every release, you have something to say. Mm, you yes. know, um, this song is talking about repairing yourself first before putting yourself out there. This song is honoring mm. one's life. What do you say to people? I don't know if you've faced it yet, but people yeah. go like, your next single, just make it the 15 second song that people can do TikToks to. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. churn out another one yeah. of those. Yeah. Do you see that as sort of an opportunity or do you just kind of like pretend you didn't hear it? Oh, like, I mean, I never write songs for TikTok. The only hit song that I've had since TikTok came out was my new one, How Do I Say Goodbye? Yeah. That was the first song I'd had that was a hit on TikTok. I had Be Right before that. So I've had to adapt and learn how to do it, but I don't, still don't write songs for TikTok. I don't go, let's write a 50. I write songs and then I go, well, what's the one that means the most? What one do I like the most? And then within that, you got to find, well, you got to upload a minute to TikTok. Yeah. And you've got to think about that because that's the world we're in and that's the box that you have to work in to like, and I want people to hear the songs. I want them to be successful, but I still write for me as opposed to doing it the other way around. Yeah. So that's how I've always done it. No, I like that. It's because it can be a tool or it can be a threat. Yeah, So for sure. To bring that now to intensify it to AI. You know, I think that's mm. been like a concern yeah. as of late, you know, so tool or threat, do you see it as something AI? that- yeah. Oh, it's going to be like a friend of mine said that they're not going to be able to replicate the authenticity of songwriting. I'm like, yes, you can. Yeah. Like, I mean, we all as songwriters, I think we just have brains that retain things we've heard in the past a bit better and we spit them out. And that's kind of what AI is, isn't it? Like it just learns from everything that exists and then it's going to spit out the formula yeah. for things. And I think it's going to be incredible. Um, so it's probably a threat, but... I worry for the next the artists, maybe down the line when that's going to be a thing. It might be in, in a year or two, who knows, but I know it's, they're going to write better songs than us. I just, I think they're going to write the best songs ever. On your way, it's KISS 92. You have been on your way with Joshua Sun. Come in, come in, come in. Daphne Koo just showed up. Come, come to the mic, come to the mic, come to the mic. I'm so blonde. I feel like the queen of dragons, but I'm only queen of my dog. <laughs> I'll take it though. Snowball. <laughs> She's cute. No, because like you always change your hair from like sky blue to like super pink and then purple. <laughs> and then now you're like, I kind of like this look. Yeah, I think this, uh, my stylist was like, we should just leave you blonde. And it's kind of been a vibe. I feel, I also look fairer. It's like the illusion of color, you know? You look good. Thank you. How is it possible that Daphne Koo, who's been in this industry for so freaking long and has done a little bit of everything, has lived in LA, uh, now is in Singapore, now is a radio DJ. You're also doing the morning show. Yeah. And then you're doing the night show and you have no eye bags whatsoever. Like what is, what are you using? Oh what kind gosh. of retinol also, are you using? Very comp, com huge compliment from you because I did not wear makeup today. So I will take that. Thank I like you very this much. Yes. I think also having rest days where I don't wear makeup and just focusing on skincare. Be Found, shout out to Be Found is a skin, uh, it's like a company 
I can totally hook you also. Yes, please. yes, <laughs> but yes. um, but they're they're just a consultancy. They don't sell any pro. They don't push product, which is amazing. They just tell me what ingredients are good for my skin, and <gasps> then I literally text them every day with new things that I'm like want to use, or if new brands want to send me stuff, and they'll be like, this one can, this one cannot, this one can, this one cannot, and they'll. It's great because I love instructions, right? So they'll tell me exactly what to to use. Honestly, six, uh, three months. Wow, three months. They're doing yeah. God's work. Right. They they must be because I'm waking up at 4 a.m. And sometimes I sleep at 4 a.m. So, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, what's going to be happening on the show tonight? I have an amazing show. So, you know, Codaline was in town, right? Yes. So, um, the guitarist, Mark Prendergast, actually is doing a solo project called Man Alive. Uh-huh. And he was in the studio. He played an amazing acoustic version of his song, Colors. So, you want to stick around for that. For sure. That is happening. Also, a chance for you to win a pair of tickets to Halloween Horror Nights, uh, the 11th edition. This is worth up to $178 from Universal Studios Singapore. Daphne Koo takes over next. You're on your way with Joshua Simon.